Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Johnny Bean, and welcome. It's Sunday night, live from Santa Cruz, California. It's 11, 11.04 p.m. Eastern, 8.04 Pacific, and it is March 19th, 2023. And you guys, normally I do a show called Guitar ASMR on Sunday nights, where I play the guitar and we hang out and I make a bunch of cool, weird noises on the guitar. Tonight, we're actually going to talk to another uh, another musician, another guitarist. And you guys, you guys, you guys, it's going to be awesome. Jamie from Orbit 17 is here. So smash that subscribe button smash that thumbs up and let's let's do this all right you guys here we go there we are just like that cheesy applause i love it (laughs) been using this thing for like five years and it's cool I tried getting rid of it, but they Not won't let me. Yeah. They're like, you got to keep, you got to keep using that. No, I agree. So. I agree. Got to keep it. <laughs> wow. So Jamie, Jamie from Orbit Seventeen, yeah. San Jose, California. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Just over the hill from you guys. Yep. I'm I'm in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. um, and I'll tell you guys um, how this how this kind of kind of happened. I'm actually I'm looking for a band, okay. I'm I'm looking for musicians. I'm looking to to get back into music, and and uh, so I put an ad an ad out. But I also said, hey, I'm a YouTuber. I do these these shows and stuff. I'm looking for guests for my guests for my shows. Jamie responded, and and checked out their music, and and here we are. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So you guys, you guys, everybody, everybody, if you're brand new here, if you're brand new, yeah, my name is Johnny Bean. I do, uh, I do these shows. I do almost a daily show, um, but uh, Sunday nights, uh, I'm thinking about doing more interview stuff on Sundays. I think, I think this is cool. I, I think it's a hit already. What do you guys think in the chat? <laughs> it's a really cool local music scene certainly needs all the evangelizers it can get so yes yes um so you guys hey hey laz we have a music therapy laz in the chat he's our moderator so behave behave you guys um all right let's make this a real show let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on johnny bean tv here on youtube we have channel membership these shows are pretty much sponsored by you. And the top tier are the executive producers. And they are CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, the official Rob Blackmore, Sherman Callahan, Thomas Santiago, John Moronic, O812, Majestic PB and J Cat, Thomas Santiago again, Guitarman45, Janice Lala, R Habs, David Allen Wright, Warlag, Rock Show, Jason Collins, and Patty Dill. That's the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV here on YouTube. If you'd like to uh, support the channel, consider becoming a channel member. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jamie, yeah. Jamie, how do you where where should we start? How did you um, how did you get into music? Oh, man, that's a. Um... 
going way back now. <laughs> I've been a, a music fan for, I mean, obviously my whole life, pretty much. Um, I think uh, my like musical awakening probably happened maybe around sixth grade or so, about that age. Um, it was a, uh, a, a classmate gave me a, a Metallica a tape, actually. It was tape back then. Oh, and, uh, no way. Yeah, it was Master of Puppets. Um, so that kind of dates me a little bit, maybe, but uh, it was on tape. And kind of before, like, I think what struck me about it, before that, I was very, you know, I really didn't know much about music. I was a kid. My had my mom's and my dad's music. and you know, My dad's kind of like the Everly Brothers, you know, early Beatles kind of person. So that was music to me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when I heard uh, Master of Puppets for the first time, it really kind of blew my mind. I was like, well, you can, this could be music, you know, it's like nothing I'd ever heard before. Um, and so that kind of got me, like, I, I kind of had a little metalhead phase for a little bit. I did that for a few years and then grunge came around and I kind of got into grunge, but, um, but yeah, that was kind of the experience that really kind of opened my eyes to what, like, I had this kind of narrow view of what music was before that and, um, kind of learn, mm -hmm. wow, there's a whole world out here, all this crazy stuff that I had no idea about. So there's a lot of stuff. And obviously there's, a lot of guitar, very guitar forward. Um, so there's so much different music out there. I myself, I wish I would have got in, got into more stuff earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of known. If you guys check out my, if you guys are brand new here, you'll notice there's a lot of Van Halen on the channel here. I was pretty much just Van Halen growing up. Like that was it. That was it. Um, and then. Uh, I would say uh, in the in late 90s, I, I got into some other stuff. Totally changed everything for me. And, and, um, and yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. He's a, you know, you see Eddie on the guitar. It's hard to, it's, it's easy for, he has got such a magnetic, oh. captures your attention in such a way that very few other uh, guitars can do so. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, so so you play the guitar. You're the you're the uh, you're the guitarist uh -huh. in uh, or Orbit Seventeen. Mm -hmm. Who who are your your guitar influences? Oh boy. Um. I mean, I'm I've got very eclectic tastes, so we'll kind of go all over the map here. Um. Obviously, you know, the early early days, I was a little bit of a metalhead, a little bit of a Metallica, you know, Megadeth, Iron Maiden mm -hmm. kind of person. Um, I got into grunge. I was big into, um, you know, Mike McCready and Pearl Jam was a big hero of mine. I think my first guitar tab book was uh, was Tin by Pearl Jam. So I, learning all the solos in that book, um, there was a, a period of time where I could play them all note for note. Um, you know, I, later on, uh, I got more into, I guess, jazz and funk stuff and um, John Schofield and... Um, uh, yeah, I had a, a, a kind of a jazz period. Um, I don't know these days. Um, I'm just into weird stuff these days. I don't know. I, uh, anything, anyone that's using the guitar, or to, you know, uh, I'm, I'm maybe less into the shredding stuff these days and more into mm -hmm. weird, weird sounds and weird scales and weird, you know, things you don't hear as, as much in popular music. Um, so anyone who, who implies that something unusual is, um, I don't know who a good example I could think of, but, um, and I, Johnny Greenwood and Radiohead, anything he does is, is just fantastic, you know, using the guitar yeah. in weird ways, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm into a, a lot of the same music, mm -hmm. actually. Sure. Radiohead, 
mm-hmm. Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a big one for me. Um, you know, I, I, like I was saying, I, I was pretty much all Van Halen growing mm-hmm. up. That was that was it. Yeah. Um, but for me, the person that changed everything around uh, for me was uh, this guitarist by the name of Andy Summers. Oh, the police. I should have mentioned Andy Summers. Oh, the yeah. police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Andy Summers. He's so tasteful. He's, you know, so understated. And yeah, I, lo- I love his playing. Yeah. He's, I'll actually, uh, I usually play a channel ID on these shows. At the end of the show, I'll play, uh, I've got something Andy Summers I'll, I'll play for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just, uh, just remembered. Um, yeah. Hey, Ned. Ned's here. Come here. Do you have any animals? I do. Yeah. I have a little dog. I think she's, I think she's with my husband right now. But Ned, yeah. come here. My cat just walked in the room. Uh, what's her name or his name? Ned. Ned. Okay. Ned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, let's say hello to some people. We got, we got uh, about 50 people here. Let's see. We got Tim Thomas. Hey, hey, man. He's saying hi to Dan Gorman. So Dan's here. We got Mike Olson. We got, uh, we got Lewis. We got uh, Robbie. Robbie Stingles here. Uh, let's see. Chad, big grunge fan. Chad Freeman, right on. Man, I, I just, um, I, uh, a week ago, I, I found the, uh, the, the, uh, the CD for Nirvana's uh, in, in Utero. Ah, I hadn't heard that in years and I found it. And so I've been listening to it. My car has a CD player. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, so I've been listening to that and, mm-hmm. uh, and it really takes me back to, to those, uh, those years. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Mm-hmm. NW guys, 79. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, let's see. Ryan's here. R2R3 locking nut is here. Let's see. Yeah, NW guy says Metallica. Mm-hmm. By the way, well, you're so you're San Jose. You guys are San Jose based. Yeah. I grew up in. A, well, I didn't. I didn't grow up there, but I, I lived there for years. Um, I lived in a town called El Cerrito. Okay. We were talking about this the other day. We did mm-hmm. like a, like a pre-interview type of video where I was telling we. You guys just played Gilman Street. That's right. Yeah. Recently, That's somewhat perfect. somewhat recently, right? Yeah, it's February, I think. Yeah. February. Yep. And I, I think I was telling you that I, I, I grew up, I grew up, I, I lived just down the street from Gilman Street, used to go over there back in the, in the nineties. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of, you know, part of that scene back then. Um, that would have been a hell of an experience, like a hell of a time to be going to Gilman for sure. It was a green day and the offspring probably is when they were coming up. Right. Yeah. Rancid. Oh Rancid. yeah. A lot of bands, yeah. a lot of bands. And there's, there's this amazing Mexican restaurant around the corner called Picante. Mm. I don't mm. know if, if you're into Mexican food, but it's, I love Mexican food. it's probably the best place ever. Huh. Anyway, in El Cerrito, California, there's actually there's there's a house called the Metallica Mansion. And that's where Metallica lived back in uh, the early 80s. OK, actually. Neat. So if, if, so if you're a Metallica fan, it's definitely a place to, to check out. Yeah, I have to I'll have to do that. Um... <laughs> Actually, I had no idea Metallica was from the Bay Area until, you know, probably four, four or five years ago when someone mentioned it. It's like, oh, I, had, I never put two and two together with that. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Big, very big. You know, Metallica, um, 
a lot a lot of the the thrash metal there's mm -hmm. a, a lot of the thrash metal bands are, are from from the area i mean there's a lot of bands yeah there are from, actually from, yeah. from here i yeah. mean if you think about it mm -hmm. especially the in the you know 80s 90s yeah uh, a lot of the the big bands from the, those eras came out from the, the Bay Area. Yeah, there's still a cool a cool scene here, actually. There's a lot, a lot of good local bands. Mm hmm. So I, I haven't I mean, I, I probably kind of told you I, mm -hmm. I was in a, a band, a touring band. Um, uh, how many years ago was that now? 2009, 2008, 2009. And we played a lot of gigs in a we played around Oakland, San Francisco. We'd go to Hollywood, and then we ended up doing some tours around the country. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been it's been a while. I've been doing this YouTube thing for a little too long now. I you know it's been a while since I've been in a, a like an actual band playing yeah. gigs. Yeah. You know. Um, but what's a, what's what's the music scene music scene like these days? Um, it's it's. Fun. It's probably, you know, we were just kind of dipping our toe into it at the moment. We played our first show like last July and I had kind of been on a bit of a hiatus music wise before that, you know, COVID and mm -hmm. everything. Um, so it's it's slow right now. I'll say it's a little bit slow. Um, we don't have a huge draw either because so, we're kind of just getting our, our, our feet on the ground. So it's hard to kind of tell how things are going to pan out. There's a lot of venues and it does seem like... Uh, Things are kind of on the uptick and people are kind of out and out, out and about again and uh, ready to listen to music. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot of opportunities for sure. A lot of good local shows. Mm hmm. Let's see. There we go. By the way. Yeah, we're live on Facebook. We're live on Facebook right now. I just I just left a comment on one of the. Uh, I'll, I'll do a couple of videos. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually. I'm thinking. I, I I'd like to come out and see see you guys play because I, I saw you guys have like a San, couple San Jose shows coming up. We have a few San Jose shows coming up. Yeah, um, I think we're doing two or three in San Jose in April, and then we've got one on. Uh, I forget the maze. Oh, we've got one up in uh, the bistro in Hayward, I think, in April too. Let's see. We can actually the magic yeah. of of the internet. We can actually look at this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm scratching my head trying to remember what our calendar. There is. we go. There we go. You're playing. Yeah, San Jose, April first. Mm-hmm. That's that's coming up. Yeah, it's uh, just a few weeks away. Is that South Twenty Seven Ale House? I think it's or just S27. S27? Um, yeah. Huh. Part of the hub, yeah. Bistro, I think, in May in Hayward. Um, so, yeah, we're staying busy. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to come, come check you guys out. That'd be, that'd be great. I mean, especially after the last, you know, couple years. Yeah. Being locked down and, and, and not really, um, not being able to go you know, go out or whatever. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot of people in that boat, it seems. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the scene is cool. A lot of bands, you know, kind of supporting each other and propping each other up. And um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So what, what, uh, for, for, for everybody watching, by the way, you guys, Orbit 17, check out the website, 
check out check out the website. Let's see. Actually, what am I doing? Actually, Nightbot actually has uh, the link to your site. So if you guys, exclamation point orbit seventeen in the chat, we'll give you guys the website. Let's see. There we go. Check out the site. And how, how would you um? How would you explain uh, explain your music? What what type of music? Yeah. Always a tricky question. I think it's 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 rock music, you know, it's guitar hardware, power trio kind of. Um, we do use a lot of like background synthesizer, electronic effects and things like that. Um, but uh, really kind of guitar forward power trio. We're a little bit. Um, I'm going to use the word experimental um, in that we we kind of like to use things like weird time signatures and again, like some you know modes and scales that you might not. Uh, hear too much in popular music, but at the same time, you know, it's always a challenge. I'm, I'm like, let's take some weird esoteric music thing and trying to make a pop song out of it, kind of. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we try and keep it accessible and and fun and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I guess that's the best description I could give. It's a little bit rock, a little bit experimental, not too far out there. It's nothing. I wouldn't call it like prog rock. You know, it's nothing that uh, that. Uh, that i don't know theoretical or, or inaccessible but uh yeah mm -hmm. we like to use dynamics a lot so there's a lot of uh a lot of quiet a lot of contrast in the songs i i think um i always like doing that but uh but yeah you definitely check out the website uh you can listen wow, to it a little bit out on uh on uh, Spotify, we but the our LP, our first real LP, is going to be coming out in April. So um, you can check it out there. And there's, we have a, a lot, quite a few uh, YouTube videos up too, so you can kind of get an idea of what we sound like live and and see what our performances are like if uh, if that's the kind of thing that floats your boat. <laughs> nice, yeah. These days, I mean. Back when I, when I was in a I was in a band. Well, I've been in several, but um, one of one of the bands I was in, we toured. Um, we toured a lot. Like we played. Half the band was based. Uh, well, uh, uh, Oakland, Berkeley. The other mm -hmm. half was based in in Hollywood. So we would get together either up here or down there and rehearse and then play whatever gig, wherever that was, whether it was up here or down there. And then, oh. and then we, and then we toured, we would tour the country as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. Here, here, here's their YouTube channel. You guys check that out. And how about everybody give them, let's subscribe to them, subscribe to their YouTube channel. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> How many people got it? We got 50 people. Everybody subscribe to their channel. There it is. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. You, you played Gilman. You played the mm -hmm. makeout room. Uh, you yeah. played Vinny's Barn Grill. Wow. Vinny's out in Concord, yeah. We have our, a friend, uh, I don't know if you know the Dave Hughes, who runs the Beat of Diablo out there. No. Okay. Yeah, he's another kind of uh, like a local radio music guy. Mm -hmm. Um we kind of connected online and uh, he got us to come out and play Vinny's in uh, Concord. And it was cool. Awesome. It was, like, it was fun. It's a nice place. They've got a nice setup, a nice system. Um, it, was a, it was a fun show. That place has been there for a long time. I think I played there like several bands ago, probably like 20 yeah. years ago. 
I think. Yeah. Cool um, place. Oh yeah, you guys have a bunch of a uh, bunch of videos from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, had a camera set up and just recorded the whole show. And um, I have a. Uh, the the setup that we use because we kind of we do have some backing tracks that we use so we run everything through in ears through our, through a mixer um, and that makes it super easy to record the audio recorded um, mm-hmm. so everything for that show and you know made a bunch of YouTube videos and threw it online and... oh man that's 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 awesome yeah, yeah the, like I said the, the one of the last major bands I was in we toured a lot and everything um, but the social media thing was still really brand new. Like this is two, this goes back to 2008, 2009. So mm-hmm. we were like all, it was all about MySpace at that point. Uh-huh. Facebook a little bit, you know, but there wasn't like what there is now. Yeah. You know, with Instagram and, and um, just all this different stuff where you can promote and, and, and everything. How, how do you think that that's changed? Oh, social you know, media? <laughs> especially putting, well, like you guys formed pretty recently, right? We did, yeah, um, yeah. So forming a band now and then having the social media, how would you say that that's different, like more helpful or, or whatever compared to, you know, fifteen twenty years ago? It cut. I mean, it cuts two ways. It's it it certainly is super helpful for a lot of things. Um, I think there's a lot of people who can find out about your music that you know. There was no YouTube. If you wanted to see a band, it was all kind of word of mouth, you know, Mm -hmm. back in my day. (laughs) Um, So you kind of had to hear a friend would tell you or something like that. Or, you know, maybe you'd you'd see a poster at a bar or something and, and, oh, that looks neat. Go see those guys. But um, social media, you can't hide anything. Everybody, everything is out there, you know. Um, You can find out anything you want to about any band you like almost. Um, It's all instantly accessible through Spotify or or, streaming. Um, so it's easy in, in some ways it's super easy to kind of uh, get your stuff out there. It's harder maybe to get people to pay attention because <laughs> there's so much, you know, there's so much social media and there's so much noise and, you know, what do you listen to and what do you, what do you pay attention to? That's, that's the trick maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's super easy to get out there. It's super easy to record music and, and post it. You don't need any, you know. Um, I mean, on your YouTube channel here, you you've got all these clips from from Vinny's Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm, I mean, it's yeah. just instant. You just record it, yeah. set yeah. up a camera. I actually I do a lot of live. I do mm-hmm. a lot. I'm I'm live almost every day mm-hmm. on my channel here on YouTube. Pretty yeah. much YouTube. I mean, I'm Facebook and everything, all that stuff too. But, um, but live pretty much all the all the time. Mm-hmm. And and um. I, I think if if we had all this stuff, I wish we had all this stuff back, you know, when I was in when I was in a happening band, yeah. you know, it just it would have been so I yeah. mean, just so cool. But we're still kind of, you know, experimenting and trying to figure out what works and, you know, where where to focus our time. And, um, you know, should we make a video? We did this YouTube, the uh, tiny desk thing for uh, yes. NPR recently. Mm-hmm. That was fun to do. Um, but, you know, it's trying to figure out what the magic formula is that works for us. I don't think we've quite, quite nailed it yet, but we're learning. Mm-hmm. There we go. There's, there's your YouTube link mm-hmm. again, you guys subscribe to their YouTube channel. Let's see. I don't know how many you had before, but you have 38. Wow. That's uh, 
Let's get them to one million. <laughs> I'm trying to get to one million myself. Yeah. I had promised everybody I'd give a certain guitar away when I hit one million subscribers. Yeah. So everybody's like telling all their friends, you know. Yeah, well, I don't have a million friends, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> but hey, speaking of guitars, yeah, you play guitar. What what kind of guitars do you do, do you play? What do you yeah. like? Um, man, I'm kind of like the uh, I'm the girl who dates all the wrong guys, except for with guitars. I kind of have this whole sordid history where I've I've never quite found the right guitar for me. Maybe um, these days I'm playing the the Strat quite a lot. <clears throat> And I really, there's a lot of things I really love about a Strat. You know, I really love the clean sounds in particular. Um, I just, you just can't beat a Strat for, you know, the, the neck pickup with on a, a nice clean tone. It's the sparkle is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, it does struggle because I do also use a lot of high gain stuff. Um, it does kind of struggle with some of that when you turn the, it's just noisy. You know, you've got the, the 60 cycle hum that kind of comes through. So you, you got to be a little careful with that. Um, but, uh, but that's what I've been using the most. Um, I also have, what else do I have? I have a, uh, an Ibanez and, uh, RG that I use every now and then. Um, mm -hmm. it's very different, very different from the Strat. Um, it's, you know, the, the neck, I love the neck on the Ibanez. I, I don't know if you have any Ibanez guitars, but, uh, the neck is almost, it's like this so thin and fast and easy to yeah. play and it's just fantastic it feels really good it doesn't quite have the same maybe like character and personality that i get from the strat but um it's it's like it's like it's like driving a ferrari i've never driven a ferrari it's like what i imagine driving a ferrari would be like it's like a, it wants to go fast you know it's like a sports car except it's a guitar you know it wants you to play it and and kind of shred and and go really fast. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what those are. The the RGs, yeah. the Ibanez RGs, they're like shredder they really type are. of guitars with with the humbuckers, yeah, the humbucking pickups. And yeah. I agree with you about the Strat thing. I my favorite guitar, actually, I'll show you. I'll show you okay. my favorite guitar right here. It's this thing. It's not what it says. Well, it says Fender. It's not an actual Fender. It's something I, I just threw together. Okay, it's like a, I, a parts caster kind of thing. Yeah, 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 it's a part. It's a parts caster thing, um, but uh, it's got this. It's got this bridge on it. I know. I can see in, in this photo here. You use, you're using the whammy bar. Yeah. You ever you ever heard of the Vega trim? Uh, I'm not sure. If that I tremolo. Have... No. That's called the Vega trim, and it, it's almost like you, you know what you know what a Floyd Rose is. Yes, I do. I have a whole story about the Floyd Rose, actually. I can tell you. Oh, later. awesome. <laughs> awesome. It's it's kind of like a Floyd Rose, but without without the hassle. Ah, okay. So it's very like you dive bomb-y kind of thing. Oh. And, oh. And go, oh, yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> you can do all this stuff. Yeah. Doesn't go out of tune. Oh, nice. So on Sunday nights, maybe next Sunday... Um, I'll play, I'll play on here and you can hear, you can hear this. This is generally the guitar I play Great. on here. Um, but it's got the single coil pickups, which I mean, I, I've, I've got like 20 guitars and so I've got like all different humbucking ones and, and single coil ones. And I'm working my way out there. I don't have 20 yet, but, uh, I'll get there. 
Yeah, my first, uh, my Floyd Rose story, my first guitar, the first, or the first electric guitar I ever had um, was, you know, I grew up rural Louisiana, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of music shops. We had, we had one uh, nearby in Lafayette. Um, mm. But uh, I got, it was basically the cheapest guitar in the shop. Um, it was a Fender, and but it, was, it wasn't the Squire either. It was like, uh, I've never seen it again. I don't know what it was called. It was. It looked like a Strat, except it had a humbucker in the bridge, and it had a Floyd Rose. Um, now, uh, you know, this is my first electric guitar. I didn't know what a Floyd Ro <laughs> Floyd Rose was. It, I had no idea how to use the thing. Um, I think the first time I restrung it, I think I put a different gauge strings or something on it, and didn't know, you know, not thinking about it, and the, it just lost intonation. It was a mess ever since then. Um, it really, it really uh, it was a bit of a disaster. It put me off of Floyd Roses for a long, long time. It put me off of tremolos, actually. My next, my next guitar after that, I was like a Les Paul. I don't want to mess with this bridge stuff. I, <laughs> I give me a fixed bridge. This is too much, too much to, to do. Um, and then I played Les Pauls for like probably a decade or something before I came back to to uh, the tremolos. But yeah, that Floyd Rose almost broke me. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, it was too much for me. And then there was no YouTube back then. I couldn't just like how do we, how do you set the intonation? How do you deal with this thing? How do you adjust the tension? You know, there was no no way for me to figure that stuff out. I was just kind of on my own in my garage trying to get it set up. Right? <laughs> well, here this 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 is actually that's actually Floyd Rose right there. Oh, get out of here! That's actually him. Nice. He's the scoundrel who's to blame. <laughs> He's an awesome dude. Yeah. I love I love the the Floyd Rose. That's I grew up. I grew up wanting to be Eddie Van Halen. Like that's yeah. what I was telling you. So so you had to have the Floyd Rose. Now I love the Vega Trem. I love non trem guitars. I'll play anything. Yeah. I'll play what whatever. You yeah, know. I've, I've definitely come around on tremolo. Like I can't I can't imagine playing a guitar with a fixed bridge anymore. It just seems. I just rely on it too much. I love the tremolo. I love like you can how you can add color to you can play a card and just add a little you know excitement or color to what you're doing with the tremolo. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't imagine not having it at this point. But you gotta check out that Vega drum then. Okay. You gotta yeah. check that out. Maybe uh, maybe when I come to your gig, I'll bring that guitar. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. You can check it out. It's the thing's amazing. It's an yeah. amazing amazing bridge. Nice. Um, but uh let's see what else i mean speaking of, of guitars i mean what uh oh you were saying when you you know you have a lot of like different scales and stuff oh, yeah did you take did you start did you take lessons i've never originally taken, no i do i do i am like a little bit of a theory nerd like i do study and i'll read books these days you can go on youtube and you know, learn, uh, you can go to Rick Beato. I love Rick Beato. He's got so many great like music theory videos and mm -hmm. it's just it's information at your fingertips these days. Um, but, but yeah, I do, I do study. I don't take lessons. I never took lessons growing up again. It was, you know, money for lessons and, and that kind of thing. And even finding someone to teach was a little challenging back then, but, um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I do. I do make an effort to 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 spend some time studying and uh, you know. So studying, theory. like music, music theory. Yeah, and... I like theory, mostly theory stuff. Um, I, you know, again, scales and modes. I, I took 
I guess the closest I came to lessons was I did take some theory classes in college, like as uh, as credits, you know, as, as optional credits, um, mm-hmm. and have spent some time, you know, learning about stuff since then. But um, never had lessons. So cool. Do Do you play any other instruments as well? Uh, I guess it depends on where you. What do you call playing? You know, I do. I have my, my board. <laughs> you, but... you ever smashed a piano? <laughs> no, I've never smashed a piano. I had a little... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I guess that's what it would sound like. Um, never smashed. I've never smashed a guitar either. I I couldn't imagine doing that. Oh no, no. Yeah, then you have to set up the instrumentation again. It would just be—it's not worth it. With your flight rows, it just would be a disaster. Oh man, I I worked at a, a guitar shop in uh, in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I think I I maybe I asked you during the the previous uh, video. It's called Subway Guitars in Berkeley, California. Yeah, really well known. The place has been there for well for now now probably uh, forty years. Okay, it's been yeah. there for quite a while. And and uh, anyway, I I used to repair electric guitars there back in the nineties. Okay. So I, I used to, I actually sold a guitar to Trey Cool one time. Nice. <laughs> Drummer from Green Day. Actually, yeah, yeah. We used to, we sold them all their guitars back then. You I know, bet, so. yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, so anyway, so I, I learned about setting intonation on a Floyd and, mm. and all that stuff. So if I <laughs> have to, <laughs> if I have to, I can do that stuff. But yeah. actually I have, I have friends now. I have friends now that, that, you know, I can yeah. say here and they'll, they'll do it. That's, that's know. a much better situation <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah so so your music you said you, you use interesting scales um mm-hmm. when when i heard your, your when when i heard your, your music i heard like what sounded like like uh like samples like like live like, yeah we like... do yeah um you're asking what other instruments you play we do use a lot of uh like you know it's like synthesizer pad kind of effects um like i said we do kind of play to um, a backing track for a lot of our songs so that'll it's mostly just doing weird stuff in the background you know weird against pad effects for the most part mm-hmm. um, so yeah we do we do do a lot of that um it's mostly holding a key on a keyboard and turning a modulation knob you know yeah it's super fancy stuff. but it does add a lot of color and especially for like a trio for a power trio it really kind of helps fill out the sound and, and keep things interesting and keep some movement and things and um so yeah, we we do do that. It's it, it's and it's really you know impressive these days just with technology what you can do. You know, it's uh, basically you have a laptop essentially running during a show, kind of running all the backing tracks. I actually, run all of my guitar effects through a laptop. I don't have um, a big fancy pedal board or anything. I almost uh, really practically just plug my guitar into my computer. Yeah, it's less less stuff to carry around. You know. Um, what what uh what what do you use what program i use uh main stage i don't know if you've heard of main stage no do you know like logic like the the daw yes i have logic on this laptop right here yeah yeah so logic is what we use for like all of our recordings but uh, main stage is like the um it's like the live version of logic so like we could take all the effects and everything that we used in Logic and just kind of imported into main stage for the live show, essentially, and then set up the backing tracks. You know, you can export directly from your uh, your Logic setup and run it through main stage. 
Um, and then there's like a little, uh, to control everything, I have a, like a little foot, uh, MIDI foot switch kind of thing. So you can kind of switch tracks and start and change guitar effects and things through that. On one of your videos on your YouTube channel, I, mm -hmm. I saw at the end, you like clicked on a on a button on the floor and yeah. it played like, like uh, did it play applause or something? I think I have a little robot voice that says- or A like, robot voice or something, yeah. And the, it kind of freaked out the guy that came up. The guy came up to to, to say something in the mic and, and yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. That's why, that's how I use this thing. This, like not, yeah, I like, carry this with me everywhere I go. It's a slightly fancier version of the same thing. I've got two of them. Um, <laughs> wow, that's cool. I mean, what you're doing is basically what, what I've been wanting to do for like 10 years, oh, you, you know, yeah, with, yeah. with, with, uh, with doing like, like samples and effect, like running the stuff live. Yeah. You know, that's always been kind of, kind of like, kind of scary. Maybe, maybe it's gotten easier now, but back bands I've been in back in the day when we've tried doing that stuff. Yeah. It was it was always like, oh no, we're going off time now. Or yeah. the drummer has to play exactly to that, or, or forget it. Yeah. You know? yeah and you, uh, credit to our drummer Cliff, who's amazing. But yeah, you, he's the key who keeps everything together, and he makes it look so easy. You know, he's sitting on his kit, just kind of like playing these crazy feels and being super calm to a click. You know, to a click, mm -hmm. everything synchronized, and mm -hmm. just you know, nailing it every time. Super consistent. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the, that's the secret. You have to have a drummer who can just play steady to a click. Otherwise, uh, it's, it's, it can be, a, it can fall apart real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, who, who, who's your favorite drummer? My favorite drummer. Oh man. Now we're going to talk about the police. Maybe besides your drummer, <laughs> you like the police drummer. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at this. I've I've met Stuart a couple times over yeah. the years, um, but but um, I don't know if, if did you see them when they were here? No, uh, we on the reunion tour in 0708? No, but I went and I've, a friend of mine is the, is Andy Summers guitar tech. Yeah, and he he brought me some Stuart Copeland sticks. Oh, nice. That were used, and then I met Stuart like a year later, and he signed it for me. Wow, so, that's so that's I. This is one of the things I have sitting right here. Um, but yeah, he's, to me, he's like the all time. Oh yeah. I couldn't agree. Great, greatest. Again, like so precise and like tasteful and yeah, I just, I love, I love Stuart Copeland. He's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, you know who else I love the, I don't remember his name, the drummer in the national, do you know the, what that, it's a Behringer maybe or no. Um, yeah. He also uh -huh. is very understated and very tasteful, and he's got the best fills for everything. And um, that guy is great. I can't remember his name though. <laughs> Maybe the chat knows. What, yeah. What's the band called again? National. National. The National. Yeah. The National. Yeah. The Nash in the chat. The Nash. Somebody Google. Is Janice the intern here? <laughs> we have our own intern. Oh, that's handy. Janice, are you here? Who's the drummer in the national? Can somebody put that in the chat or tweet me at Johnny Bean? <laughs> I think that's the singer. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Actually, I, I wanted to be Stuart Copeland at one point. Well, I still do actually. Yeah. yeah I have this electric kit back here. I'll play that every now and then, but. Uh, oh I, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not. Awesome. Okay, so so okay, so you play drums. I mean, again, like play. I I can like keep a little bit of a beat and you know do a little bit, but uh, I don't know if I'd consider myself a drummer. There we go. Brian Devendorf. Devendorf, really? That is Devendorf. Is that off, him? Way off with his name. Brian Devendorf. Devendorf. That's what the, that's what they're saying. Look at that. Everybody's saying yeah. that. Brian Devendorf. <laughs> there we go. We need to get him on the show. Yeah. Look at that. Everybody's saying. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So okay. So you play a little bit of drums. Yeah. You play, play the guitar. A little guitar. You play cool. You play cool scales. You got. Cool um, sounds going. This is all you guys get. You guys check out James. Check out Orbit Seventeen. Check them out. The website uh, exclamation point Orbit Seventeen in the chat. Let me see. Do I actually did I copy it? I've got the YouTube channel. There we go. <laughs> yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, you guys. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, but yeah, the drummer is really the hero in the band. And and I should also mention we do a lot of odd time stuff too. Like we'll play stuff in seven or play stuff in nine or weird time signatures. And again, like. Mm -hmm. Click. Like I can't imagine. I don't know what's going on in his head when he's he's counting these things out, playing to a click with that. But uh, he's a machine. Yeah, it's not easy. Wow, wow. So so how how would you? Oh, bye, Lewis. Lewis, Lewis is leaving. Good night. Good night, Lewis. Right, yeah, Neil Perkson was the person. Um. How 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 would you explain your um? Yeah, there you go. You like Neil Pert? <laughs> Who doesn't love Neil Peart? I mean, if, you, if you've heard of the drums as an instrument, then you probably <laughs> yeah, it's revolutionary for sure. Rush, and again, another odd time guy. I love that. I love the odd times. I love I love that stuff. Oh, it's awesome. So how how would you how would you um, I was gonna say how would you explain? I don't know if that makes sense. Well, yeah, explain to us your how, how do you write your writing process oh. of writing songs. Yeah, I think like, um, you know, when I started really Arbit 17 is kind of like a hobby project that I started to keep myself sane during COVID lockdowns that just snowballed out of control on me. That's really what happened. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I always loved writing. You know, I've always, if, if, you know, we talk about are you, uh, what instruments you play, but I always kind of think of myself as a songwriter more than, you know, a guitarist or a singer or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, like for me, when I when I start, there's a few different ways that I'll I'll approach it when I start a new song. Um, usually, it starts from either a there's some musical idea that I like. Um, like lately, I've been doing a lot of melodic minor stuff. I've been really into melodic minor, and there's a song Helium on the album that is uh, in Lydian augmented. If you have any any music nerds in the in the the chat tonight. Um, but you never hear you never hear a Lydian augmented in pop music. It's you hear it in like movie scores and things like that. You know, it's it's kind of ominous, kind of weird, creepy sound. Mm -hmm. um, that that song was kind of like I wanted to write something that used this uh, this you know mode essentially, but but also do it in a way that kind of was accessible and like had a catchy kind of hook and you know try to make a pop song out of it or, or a rock song out of it essentially. Um, so that's one way. The other angle that I'll, a lot of times I'll come from is maybe there's like when I think about music, it's like it's like the language of emotion kind of. So I'll, I'll have like some emotion or some, you know, not not even necessarily a story, 
Um, like there's another song we have, it's not on the album. Um, it's called Chamonix. It's essentially about this trip that I did, this hiking trip I did um, around Mont Blanc in Europe that I, where I almost died really is what the song is about. Um, it's about almost dying on the mountains in, in, in Europe. Um, but really it's, it's about the, the feeling of like this kind of, uh, you know, excitement or kind of, uh, you know, it's not necessarily about a, a um, the specific events, it's really about the emotion that you have when you're kind of a little bit afraid, but also kind of excited and you, you kind of, this anticipation and this nervousness and anxiousness and trying to put that into a song. So that, that that's the other angle is I'll have uh, an, an emotion or idea and I'll like, well, like, how do you kind of communicate? How do you kind of put this into, into a song? Um, and again, to me, that that song uses a lot of like dynamics, like it's got these really kind of quiet, kind of tense parts. And then it's got these kind of really big climaxes. And then at the end, it's got this big, this like relief of like, oh, it's over. And um, mm -hmm. so I like chart, like almost an arc of the story that you're trying to tell. And, um, and yeah, try and try and put the pieces to kind of put that together. And usually it's usually there's some combination of the, of the two. Usually I have some story or some motion that I want to convey and I'll, I'll it's when I marry that with some like musical idea you know but that's when I put those two, two things together then I have a song you know mm -hmm. then the song almost writes itself when if you can kind of get to that point cool yeah 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 I yeah. I how, how do you I know these days I mean with technology I mean it's so easy to to put ideas down now you can just open up your your iPhone and it and is record something or whatever. You know, a lot of the challenge that I find, at least, um, you know, the last time I was really trying to write music, um, you know, I was basically using a four track or I guess an eight track or, you know, it mm -hmm. was uh, a, a dedicated little thing that could record a certain amount of tracks. And, you, you know, you kind of had to plug, you kind of had to use a microphone or kind of record what you're playing. And uh, you're very limited, basically. Yes. And, uh, these days, like you're like you're saying, you've got your computer, you have logic, you can put as a thousand tracks if you want to with any kind of sound you can imagine. It's almost the challenge is almost like putting guardrails on yourself or like figuring out a way to focus on something and like, you know, not be distracted by the 2000 different knobs you could be tweaking or it's so easy to get overwhelmed almost, you know, um, the challenge is a little different. Yeah. Like, do you do all your own recording? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Bonfires album was basically recorded in my bedroom, essentially, um, with a little audio interface and do a computer, you know, nothing fancy. Um, mm -hmm. but, so, uh, yeah. so did did um, did the did, did demos turn into like finished songs, like mm -hmm. released? Yeah, I mean, they evolved for sure. Um, and there was this like, if you we have our EP on. Um, on Spotify, which is to me is just kind of like five demos that we kind of put together. Um, and a lot of those same songs are on the, the the album that's coming out. So you can kind of listen actually and see how they've changed. Um, the, the songs are basically the same. Um, they're maybe a little bit better produced on the uh, on the final LP, but, um, but yeah, um, yeah, there it is. But yeah, they started off as demos. Um, they really started off, um, God, I remember when uh, we, I met Misha, our bass player, I had kind of had some really early ideas for some of these songs that I had kind of put on a, it was like band mix, I think was the site. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he had kind of listened to him on band mix and like reached out, hey, I like that that stuff you're doing. And it was all instrumental back then. There was no singing or anything like that. And uh, they've they've really come a long way since then, for sure. Cool. So you guys, check them out. Check them out. There's the website, orbit17music.com. And uh, what... what um, what what uh what pages do do you guys have? I mean, you got your website. Oh, um, like social media. We've got the website. Mm-hmm. We're on uh, probably Instagram is the like social media thing that we use the most. Um, we have a YouTube page, of course. Um, that's you know slowly getting filled up with more and more uh videos and the tiny desk things and maybe this interview too. Um, for the YouTube page and I guess Facebook. Uh, I don't use the Facebook as much. Um, I'm, I'm more spend more time on Instagram probably, but um, those are the the three big ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Instagram is I I'm I'm everywhere. Just with what I do with with this stuff, you gotta be. I mean, I mean, li- literally, li- literally everywhere. Like everywhere there is, I'm, I've got I've got everything. Um, but uh yeah th- these days yeah i mean there's just so much so much you can you can just put stuff up here and there and and this and that and yeah it, it can be it can be overwhelming really yeah, but... I, I can barely keep track with just you know youtube uh, facebook youtube and instagram i don't know how you can keep track with uh with all of those <laughs> podcasts i i go crazy yeah. no it, it's it um it's for me for doing doing these shows doing doing the, the youtube show or whatever this is um it's it's become of of uh i have a daily habit of mm-hmm. of how i do because i i almost do a daily show here this is almost daily like tomorrow i'll be live at guitar center in san jose wow. actually you know that stevens creek I guitar do, center yeah. yeah i'll be live there tomorrow at 10 at 10 in the morning wow. <laughs> or 11 when do they open Wow. Janice, what time do they open? I think 11. Wow. So I'll be live from there at 11. And there'll be people in my chat like, Johnny, go look at that. Go look at this. Go to Starbucks. You know, yeah. so that's something I do on like Mondays. I go live from Guitar Center and then and then I do. Uh, I told you I was kind of into Van Halen. So I do a Van Halen show Tuesdays wow. exclusively to Van Halen. That's what it's called, actually. Um and then uh, Wednesdays, I, I do another show from, uh, you ever been to Guitar Showcase? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, on, uh, uh, what's the street uh, Not far from here, actually. Ba- Bascom, Bascom, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Guitar guitar Showcase, yeah. I've been getting to know them, so I've been going live from the, there. The new, the new building there, it's a lot smaller. New yes. Side. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I've been getting to know them though, so I, I go live from there, like on Wednesday mornings. Okay. So, so anyway, pretty much I do a daily, almost a daily show from either out, you know, somewhere or or here, yeah. you know. Um, so I I basically uh, I I just I have a, a whole schedule in my head of how to do this and that, and luckily I have an intern now. Yeah, but it's it's more of a joke, really. But, um, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I've got all this stuff in my head, and and I, so I do these shows and everything. Anyway, 
the way that we met is I'm trying to get back into music. I'm trying to get, like actually get out there and, and gig and find a band and all that stuff and bring what I've learned with, with the social media and YouTube and bring that, right. You know, to the band and, and then it'd be, it'd be more crazy and <laughs> awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess it's a lot to keep track of for sure. Oh, it's a lot of stuff. It's, it's too much. Um, but uh, let's see. Let, let's say hello. Let's. What am I saying? We 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 got uh, about sixty people here. And I I am seeing. Can you see the chat? Do you see them? Uh, I see the, the comments. Yeah. 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 What's the newest guitar Jamie bought? NW oh. guy seventy nine. The same. I you know I recently I've got I guess four guitars. My newest is uh, I got one of these um, acoustic guitars actually. Oh. Have you played those? Yes, my friend uh, Laz, right? Our friend Laz. He's actually he's the guy that has a wrench in the chats. Everybody, look out! He has an acoustic Sonic, the Fender. Yeah, right? yeah. He has one of those. I played his. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I got it because I have a few songs that we've been working on that I'm I'm trying to bring in an acoustic guitar just to kind of keep the sound changing or keep a few different textures and things. But I didn't like what I, I was trying to figure out. What am I going to do on stage? Am I going to bring? I don't want to bring another acoustic. And I got to mic it, and um, I have my whole setup here. I just wanted something I could plug in. Um, and then I had this, a lot of the songs like they change. Like the, the the half the song would be electric, and then the other that'll be like a little acoustic piece. And I was like, how do you even do this on on stage? But uh, but then I saw I learned about these acoustic and I was like, well, that's the, I got to get me one of those. Um, is, can, is there a photo of you playing it? Um, I here? haven't it live yet, so probably okay. not. Okay. Um, okay. That's all your strat. Yeah, I think the strat's the one I've been using the most lately. But um, yeah, that's going to be the next the next tool to kind of make a, a debut at some point. I mean, it's mm -hmm. kind of the newer songs that we've been working on that have the acoustic stuff. It's you know, I, stuff that's not even on on bonfires actually. Which, by the way, and by the way, this is Gilman Street. Yeah. According yeah. to that, that the, the caption there, Gilman Street. This is where I used to pick up my my sisters used to pass out in the bushes in front of this place. And I used to have to go and pick them up back in the day when Green Day was like on stage and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, Gilman Street. That's awesome. You played there. I never played yeah. there. Yeah. Not yet. It's a cool Not place. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an experience for sure. Gilman. Yeah. Gilman. Amazing. Amazing. Let's see. Questions. What are we doing on time? We got a few more minutes. We got five more minutes, you guys. Let's see. Let's see. Jackie is saying great interview. Oh. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Mom. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Thanks for, thanks for being here. It's okay. My mom watches these shows too, but they don't. They don't comment, so it's not as I didn't know she was going to be here. I don't, I don't even know what she was going to be Let's see. Questions. Questions. Questions for Jamie. Questions about Orbit 17. Let's see. John says uh, you need a Wolfgang well, in your collection. Yeah, I, Do you, you know those guitars? Yeah, those the the van eddie guitars the, right yeah the evh van halen ones yeah. yeah 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 i haven't actually played one much much to my shame i'm ashamed to admit it here but um, you know where you can try one at the guitar showcase guitar showcase that's right 
They actually have the best EVH section there. Do they? It's the truth. It's the truth. My, don't don't tell. I won't tell my husband. He, he's like, I have enough guitars. Don't get any more. But, <laughs> but, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the dream guitar that I, I I haven't quite been able to find. I just haven't picked it up yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the truth is, all you really need is like two or three. You know, you know, yeah. a Strat, yeah. a Strat, and a Les Paul, and something with a Floyd Rose. That's yeah. all you, or, or a Vega trim, you know, that's you all you, well, you put the Vega trim on the Strat and there you go. That's all you really need. I know. But yeah. a lot of us that, a lot of us that do these shows or watch these shows, you know, we have this problem where we just can't stop talking about guitars and, and more guitars and more. And, and I've got a whole closet yeah, full here, you parts. know, um, it's easy but, to convince yourself. You need another one. I'll say that much. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the truth is, if you're if you're a serious writer and a serious, you know, musician or whatever, you really only need one guitar to, to write on and to perform on, you know, mm -hmm. and if, if you break a string live, you've got another one to grab or whatever. Mm -hmm. But so you really only need a couple. But but uh, it's, it's but, fun. but they're but they're fun. Yeah. They're they're awesome. They are. <laughs> it's called gas. That's yeah. right, Labs. I have to get myself a Les Paul again at some point. I don't have one anymore. Yeah. But maybe maybe the maybe the Wolfgang. Maybe I'll pick that up and fall in love. And they're they're awesome. You can yeah. get you can get a hardtail one. Uh, you can get the one with the with the Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, yeah. Floyd Rose. There he is. Yeah, yes. they're 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 awesome. This was at the Nam show in like 2016, okay. I think. And I'm I'm getting ready to go to Nam. That's coming up next month. Yeah, I'm lining up a whole bunch of people to see and and everything. Have you ever gone? Are you going? I've never gone. No, no. But uh, like I said, I've got I've got enough guitars. I'm not allowed to buy any more. Apparently, <laughs> I certainly can't go to Nam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun. Yeah. Let me, let me see. Okay, a couple questions. Couple, you guys, questions. Let's see. Laz is saying, uh, "What's the name from Orbit 17? Uh, Does that have significance?" <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, the 17. So, basically, uh, the last time I was in a band where I was writing, I'm again, I'm going to date myself here, but the last time I was in a band where I was writing original music and it was kind of like my band, it was 17 years ago. So this has been 17 orbits since then since I started Arbit 17, basically. So that's the, that's the story of the name. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I, I was in a band called Flux 22 mm. at one time. And the reason for that name was, uh, well, the 22, that's how old the singer was. Uh, <laughs> Although this was now like 25 years ago. So yeah. <laughs> if we reformed, it'd be Flux 50. Yeah, you, you like all the band names too. It's hard to find a name that you can Google that people will find, and you know, Arbit would have been taken. There's probably ten different bands called Arbit already. So you, yeah, it's lazy maybe to put a number at the end of it and say. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. 
Let's see. Biggles is saying, uh, when I break a string, it takes me six months to get around to changing it, so I need a few guitars. I'm yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'll have to, I'll, I'll remember that when, when the, <laughs> we ask me uh, why I bought another guitar. I'll be like, well, I can't change, can't replace, I broke a string. I can't, you know, I can't fix it, so I had to get a new guitar. Yes. When, when I first, when I broke my first string ever, I thought the guitar was broken. So I took the whole thing in and thought, oh, here it is. Well, the, it yeah, the first time yeah. I broke a string on that flight rose, it basically did break the guitar. So <laughs> it was never the same again after that. <laughs> Man. Well, hey, hey, this has been great. Yeah. This has been great. Yeah. Jamie. Um, yeah. We should we should give something away. Sure. We should do we should do. Do you have do you have any anything we can? Uh, I don't have anything like handy immediately, but we can give away a T-shirt or something off of our. Uh, sure. Our merch store. Sure, sure, okay. We actually have this cool. Uh, let's see this cool tool where we, where you can actually spin to uh, to give away. Okay. Let's share share the screen. Here we go. So we got, uh, let's see, we got 56 entries. So uh, if you guys uh, in the chats, make sure you say, you got to say something in the chat to be eligible. So say something, say hi, press a number. Generally, I tell people to press the number one in the chat, you know. So so say something in the chat or or press a number. And uh, this is for a... uh, a uh an orbit 17 t-shirt there you go and we can we can work all that out uh afterwards so so last chance last chance here we go we got 60 entries okay all right you ready (laughs) let's let's do this here we go here we go Gunnerman fifty four. You're the winner. You won a uh, Orbit seventeen T shirt. So so text me. I normally have like my phone number on the screen here, but uh, I, I, for you guys that are wondering, this is this is actually the um, I I had actually took the i uploaded the whole photo but only did like this much of it but this is actually the 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 cover of the orbit 17 uh, album that's right right yeah. right it's it that's actually the cover of the record our background here yeah so so uh, normally i have a phone number down there but uh let's see gunnerman 54 there you are it's like he just got here he just got here well congratulations yeah. man yeah. let's see you you know my phone number right Four one five nine five two three. Let me make sure I'm giving you guys the right number because I've got several. Uh, let's see. That's that's the one there. Yes, there we go. Four one five nine five two three two six three. Text me. Text me. Say hey, this is Gunnerman fifty four, and I won the uh, the t shirt tonight, and we will get that to you. So, Gunnerman fifty four, Orbit seventeen t shirt. There we go. There we go. We got that. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Jamie, this this has been great. This yeah, been I had a blast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for re re replying to my ad. Thank you for telling, yeah. telling me you didn't need a guitar player, but that you would come on my show. So. Oh. <laughs> Here I am. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This was, uh, this was super fun. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And and uh, I pr I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to come out to, uh, okay, I'm getting your message. You won. Yes. You he's, he's, he's WhatsApping me right now. Uh, right on. Send me your info and I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you the info. Um, I'll come out to one of your shows. Yeah. It looks like you're, you're playing San Jose. Yeah. Um, we've got the S 27, the quarter note one, I think will be a lot of fun. M Jones is great. Um, if you haven't heard of them, they're another local band. You should definitely check it out, uh, check out. Mm-hmm. But uh, doll parts, yeah, that'll be a fun show. Um, and what was it to do there? Oh, the caravan. We're playing the caravan again. Um, I think end of April. So you got lots of options, basically. Let's see. It says right here. Yes. There we go. April. Yeah, San Jose, Sunnyvale. Yeah, these are all local to me. I I, I have to make it out. Yeah, we're doing a bunch in, in April and probably we'll take a little bit of a South Bay hiatus after that. But, uh, but now's your chance. Cool. cool. Well, hey, I'll, I'll come out to one of your shows if yeah. you want. I'll bring that guitar. You can check out the Vega trim. Oh, yeah, you got to, it's, for sure. <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, it may be, uh, maybe stream your show too. That's stream that it over, yeah. over the channel here. That'd be great. And yeah, um, and and yeah, you're free to use this video, any promotion, whatever you want, you know. So awesome. So it's all it's all good. Okay. You guys, thank you so much. Orbit seventeen. <laughs> Jamie. Let's see, where's where's the uh the website? Let's see. Well the YouTube there's the YouTube channel and that, that'll get you to the, the website as well. It's just, it's orbit17music.com, right? Yeah, for the website, yep. For the website. Yep. So, so there you go. You guys check it out. Thank you so much everybody. Thank you to our channel members. We have channel Look at all those channel members. We have channel membership. Thank you for your continued support for this channel and these shows and if if you're brand new here, if you just subscribed, uh come on back. I'll be live tomorrow. Uh yeah, check out some other videos. I've got over 3,000 videos on the channel here. It's pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> pretty Craziness. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yes, yes, you guys, subscribe. Subscribe to Orbit17 on on uh, YouTube. You got 46 subscribers. Wow, that's good. There you go. Link. Thanks, Link guys. is over there. Yeah. Links are down there. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Don't, don't hang up. Don't hang up. I'm going to play the ending. And then, and then uh, you guys, thanks for watching. I'll see you guys tomorrow from uh, Guitar Center and watch another video. Johnny Bean, Johnny Bean TV. Good night. Yeah.